This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick, joined by Owen. Thankfully, Hi. one of our favorite guests. You know, you know, Owen, you are my new favorite guest. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if you're, I guess, co-host. You're not really a guest anymore. You're, I think you're, I think you're official, official co-host. Series regular. There you go. That's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. We're giving you the gaming news like we do every single week live on the interwebs. Uh, as Boogie says, through the power of the internet. Uh, and we're and I love Boogie, so I had to throw that. No. Out. <laughs> um, we got we got some gaming news like we do every week. Uh, this week we have some interesting stuff. Starting out, we got PUBG on uh, PS4 starting uh, December seventh. Crossplay, right? Crossplay with what? Are they crossplay? I thought they were crossplay. Am I giving you the wrong news? What do you mean via crossplay? I may have misread this. Confirmed okay. release date. Oh, release date. Oh, P- PUBG. You know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking. I'm Fortnite? thinking of uh, Fortnite. Sorry, PUBG. Okay. I was like, no God. way. I'm, I, this is what happens. Sorry, PUBG on PS4, December seventh, just in time for Christmas. Um, I I liked PUBG back in the day. I'm just not digging it now. But I haven't played it in like. Well, I guess I should say I haven't dug it in like over a year. When was the last time I you put, played PUBG? So I put. 500-ish hours into PUBG on on uh, PC. The last time I played it was probably earlier this summer. Okay. And it just became a thing, and the reason why I don't care, like, uh, that I, one, don't care that it's on PlayStation, but also I'm kind of a little upset that it's on PlayStation, is the fact that they don't have a great product. From a realism standpoint and everything honestly PUBG is still one of the best brs out there because of what it brings to the table that um black ops and fortnite do not and that is it's pretty realistic in terms of how many how many shots it takes to die that kind of thing um but they haven't put the amount of proper care into making their game run extremely well it still runs not great on xbox and that's even on Xbox One X that it doesn't run well on. It's not going to run well on PlayStation. Yeah, and this is still—is this still running on the Arma 2 engine? No, it became. I mean, it became a separate thing. They—they they actually put it on uh, whatever Fortnite's on. Um, is it is Fortnite on Unreal? I want to say it's Unreal. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so that was the thing. That was why they tried to sue Epic before, is because Epic owns Unreal. That's right. And they were like, "Hey, you helped." You, we put your, we put our game on your thing, and then now you just happen to have Fortnite on here, and Epic's like, well, we own Unreal, and none of your crappy codes in here. But you can see that there's a lack of support there, where how well Fortnite runs and how not well PUBG runs. Yeah, it's just no. never optimized for anything. If they can't optimize it for PC, that means, and they haven't been able to optimize it for Xbox. It's not going to get optimized for PS4. It's gonna be it's yeah, sad. It's gonna be best on PC. This is definitely one Absolutely. that's always gonna be best on PC. Plus, you have the community who will, who will make tweaks if needed. And 
it's re it's really gonna uh, run better always there and the fact that it doesn't run that well on xbox one x i did hear people who were talking about like the servers were lagging so much that like you would lag a bullet should have hit someone and like it wouldn't like it would just completely miss the them. The desync is terrible. Yeah, it's it's just it's ridiculous. The hitboxes apparently were just stupid. So, um, yeah, yeah. It I, has to do with how the server they call it desync, and it's only because I watch a lot of BR stuff, which is okay. why I can talk about this. But the desync is where I shoot at you, and you could be behind a tree on your screen, but on my screen you're right in front of gotcha, me. Gotcha, gotcha. Is that kind of thing? Yeah, because I know that um, one of the ways they're trying to get around that is essentially the hitbox of like if you're seeing them like but like, like you said yeah you're right it's it's desync because if you're seeing the person and you have a shot but they're mm -hmm. slightly lagged because we're playing with people around the world i mean right. I'm, I'm playing dark souls uh uh last night i played dark souls and someone came into my game that was playing in like australia or something i mean nice yeah it's it's amazing and i had, I had no idea but um that kind of lag you have you're gonna have issues and for sure yeah that's why land gaming is the best <laughs> it's i mean honestly you get other games like fortnite which run perfectly well it just has to do with how they built the game originally but it's still it, it slightly infuriates me that they're bothering to expand it to another console without like giving you as close to a perfect product as possible on the stuff that already exists if it's make it run amazing on xbox one x and i'll believe that you can make it run on playstation sure no I, I agree xbox one x so. is the premier console i mean you can say what you want about ps4 i love my ps4 but you're talking about pure hardware and support if you like look at the devs like when they're really trying to benchmark something they try to push something then they go to the xbox one x um, yeah that's what bethesda's doing and that's what a lot of other companies are doing uh, assassin's creed odyssey like looks just insane on the uh, on the uh, xbox one x uh, PS4, it looks good. It's not as good. So, however, if you do want to subject yourself to that, again, I put 500 hours in PUBG, so it's not like I'm completely dissing the game. But I did it on PC, and even then, it was a little rough. But if you do pre-order the game, you can get uh, Uncharted and Last of Us skins in the game. Yeah, I'm. Which, um, you know, cool. I, I'm. Maybe. I mean, I just. To it's me, better than the Joker and Harley skin they did on PC. I agree, I agree. But to me, I, I say what you want about Fortnite. Um, Fortnite's gameplay is solid. It's yeah. not... It, to me, uh, it, it, what it's trying to do, what it set out what it tried to accomplish and exceeded at what it tried to accomplish, at what its, exp uh, what its uh, goals were, uh, where PUBG is trying to do quite a few things all at once, if it just, like you said, if it ran better, that's great. But if this was a single-player experience, it wouldn't be as big of a deal. So. Yeah. Now, and I mean, I'll never trash Fortnite. I don't like Fortnite for a number of reasons, but it's still, it's a fantastic game. And what's crazy, like, you think about Fortnite and what it started out as was a single-player, like, not a, it was a technically a multiplayer game, but it was a survival tower-building yeah. tower game that they turned into a BR, which is amazing in itself. Well, and until... Like, they just stopped advertising the fact that there was going to be a single-player Fortnite that was supposed to come out. Yeah. And they stopped advertising that because I was talking to my nephew about it, and he started getting into Fortnite. I'm like, you know, there's a, like, a the full game is supposed to come out at one point. And he's like, really? What is it? I'm like, I don't know. It's single-player something. And then they had um, uh, the, whatever the single-player is called, something the world, save the world or whatever it is. They added, That's what it is. Yeah, they added that to it, and I'm like, oh, 
is this what it's going to be? Because they, they reevaluated their model. They realized everyone wants to play the Battle Royale uh, version well, of this. Well, Save the World actually came first. I thought, Save the World. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Save the World came first, and it was out for several months before they made Fortnite BR. I didn't know that. And, it was, and it's a paid game. I, know I think it's, it's paid. like 20 to 30 bucks. And then PUBG came out yeah. with and H1Z1, and they made... Because uh, I mean, it originally, originally PUBG, the guy that did it, did it on an Arma three yeah. uh, mod, and then H1Z1 came out, which is a player unknown also worked on that, and then player unknown made player unknown battlegrounds, and then Fortnite turned their save the world thing and made that BR mode and made it for free. Yes, yes. You yeah. didn't even have to, it was a beta. You didn't have to buy Save the World to do the BR, and then yeah. <laughs> so it was after that. I guess it wasn't during Save the World because. Yeah. Save the World was already out. Fortnite was already out. And they're like, hey, we're going to have this single player game. And I'm like, when? Like, there's trailers out. And I'm like, okay, when is this going to happen? And yeah. they, re I think they realized they're like, there's no money in it. Why? 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 And they've made out? something, what, stupid, like a couple billion dollars already? Something like it's, that. It's an insane, insane number. The average, the average person, I can't remember the exact number, but the average Fortnite player has spent, it's either 82 or $87. On the game. Yeah, which doesn't surprise me. I mean, you get me on a pay to play type or pay to whatever type game. Like I've spent more money than I'm proud to admit in Pokemon Go. Well, yeah, but it's not pay to win. It's no, it's, it's pay like to skin. A skin, yeah, pay to skin, which I'm yeah. okay with. I'm fine with that because you're giving developers money. You're supporting yeah. your developer in that way. That's fine. Um, speaking of giving people money, uh, Chicago has a new cloud tax that's coming out. Uh, and PlayStation, it's going to hit PlayStation's uh, streaming purchases, some streaming purchases like their uh, their videos. And I, I, to me, I think this is interesting because we already have uh, PlayStation already has a, a tax added to it, mm. but there's not a state tax involved. I think that's really what we're what we're seeing here is a state uh, or city, I guess. The city. Yeah, it's a city because city and state can tax separately. And the city's like, hey, everyone's streaming. Everyone is streaming things from the cloud, and they view it as um, essentially that is money that's not going into brick and mortar stores, which we all know. I mean, yeah. when I order stuff on Amazon, it's not going to the local shop down the road. Sure. You remember when Amazon was tax free? Oh mm. man, that was so. Those cool. were the days. First couple of years, I had Amazon Prime. And it was tax free. I was like, this wow. is amazing. This is along the same lines, except they are doing something extremely interesting. Honestly, this is only going to affect the consumers, to be in my opinion. But because this doesn't just affect video games, this is a, cloud taxing means it affects Netflix, it affects Hulu, everybody who wants to cut cable like I did and switch to Sling yeah. TV or Direct TV Now or PlayStation View or Hulu TV or nine. That's all. Tax. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Nine, nine uh, I mean, okay. So if you're, let's say you put all, put everything together that you're paying for in in bundles. If you had bundled it all together, which obviously it's not, yeah. it's a la carte. Netflix. Let's say you do Netflix, Hulu. I don't know if Amazon Prime comes into this because Amazon Prime is a membership to their. No, that was just me remembering what it was like because you mentioned the brick and mortar thing. Yeah. So Amazon bypassed brick and mortar, yeah. but then eventually they had to get taxed. Well, I'm just I'm just thinking like all of the streaming services so i play i pay for i pay for a handful of those so let's just say it was 50 bucks put on nine percent for easy easy you know rounded up to 10 for easy numbers it's another five bucks every month well if you're paying for you know let's say you're paying for rentals of uh, movies yeah. that goes on there it's it's gonna add up 
Because, I mean, if you think about, like, the sales tax in Texas is eight and a quarter percent. Now, so I'm going to pay that sales tax eight and a quarter plus an additional nine percent. So, I mean, you're talking about an almost 20 percent tax. If I'm renting a movie for five bucks, that just increased by, what, a dollar? Yeah. So your five dollar movie becomes six dollars. If that applies to streaming services like Netflix, where you're talking about, it, like, the nine ninety nine per month plus another nine percent that's uh... it really sucks well you know i don't know if you know about like how they do um how isps in new zealand work in some other countries it's a la carte so you pay mm-hmm. this, and this is what we're tr- what we've been fighting to not have in america because in new zealand one of my friends uh actually my co-workers uh went to to new zealand and he was messaging me like pictures of their uh have their plans where he's like hey i can get my my wi-fi and i can get a social media pass for the day or a streaming pass for the day and that lets him access netflix even though he already pays netflix so yeah i want the only thing that would make me okay with this is wondering what chicago is going to do with the tax money are you putting it back in your community are you putting it into education what are you doing with the money agreed if, it, if it's going to like you said education community uh, things that are actually help infrastructure. That's fantastic. That's where I want to see it go. I don't want to see it go. Or them roads we've been talking about. Yeah. Sorry, that's no, different it's... podcast topic for a different yeah, kind of podcast. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll get off. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll get off of roads because because uh, we'll go to something that we're, doesn't. We're going. Need... We don't even need roads. You, you beat me to it. <laughs> so Asides. so completely completely uh, nonsensical segue. Uh, Wizards Unite is apparently going to come out in 2019. The game that has been rumored since 2017. This is the Harry Potter. Pokemon Go, Harry Potter Go. Um, I'm I'm glad that it's finally coming out. Uh, I I do like Harry Potter. Uh, before mm-hmm. I get people hating on me, I like Harry Potter. I, I enjoy it. I'm gonna go see Fantastic Beasts probably on Sunday. The the uh, next Fanta- uh, Tales of Grindelwald. Man, I saw I saw the Rotten Tomatoes on that. I was not I was I'm, not pleased. Well, I'm I'm getting a. a the AMC A list pass because we see yeah. movies a lot. So I was like, yeah. I'm just gonna do this and save a lot of money. Um, so I'm gonna go see that. And I mean, I I like Harry Potter, but I think it's ran its course. That's a no, sir. I mean, not for me. Again, we're not the right fan to be hosting this show to talk about this, um, as the other host would probably have a lot more positive things to say about it. But I, what I will say. I really is it if it's made by Niantic, right? Yes. So if Niantic is making it, I will say it will be a good game. Um, Ingress, the first one before Pokemon Go existed, Ingress was great. Pokemon Go pretty much just skinned Ingress with Pokemon, which is the smartest decision they've ever made. I still play Pokemon Go to this day. I believe that if you're a Harry Potter fan, you will probably have a quality game in terms of like the social thing. If it's something where it's like, we're going to go out into the forest and we're going to go fight a troll and you have to go GPS on your map and go fight that troll. It's going to be big, just like Pokemon was. It's not going to be as big as Pokemon, honestly, because sorry, Harry Potter, you're just not Pokemon. You're not Pokemon. And But look, it's going to be quality. It's going to be quality. And I'll be honest, I'm going to play it. I'm going to try it. I'm gonna say, if it's good, I'm going to tell you it's good. I just... Um, I feel like it doesn't have the the weight of a Star Wars. Um, sure. And I feel and like if you gave me that, that would be a bad thing for my wallet. A what? Uh, if you gave me a Star Wars game, a Star Oh, a Star Wars Go or whatever. Like, like Star Wars Go, yeah, it'd be great. Um, 
that being said, I'm going to play it. I'm going to try it out. I know there's a ton of my friends who are who are really looking forward to it. That's why I say I'm going to get some hate talking about that. Sure. But I like Harry Potter. I'm just saying, like, I don't feel like it has the depth of uh, Star Wars or Dune or other series that could do so much better. Um, it, it, I'll, I'll disagree there, too. Whenever you said it's run its course, you just said that you're going to go see the Fantastical Beats Part 2. You just that in itself is saying it hasn't run its course, especially since that movie series is what's they've already calculated it out to five movies or something like that. Insane. Yeah. And I've heard it's, I've heard it's crap. I'm going to go see it. Cause I like train wrecks. Um, also sure. cause the, uh, did you see the first one? Yeah, of course. Um, uh, I forgot, forgot the guy's name, but the Baker and, uh, and Queenie, like that was like the best part of the movie. Like the, the yeah. fact that they like, I was like, that is just amazing. I love the two of them. I want to see them more than I want to see anything else. And I think that um, I- I'm curious. The only I want to see is Jude Law. Jude Give me Law. some Jude Law. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I want also, a beautiful Dumbledore. That's what I want. It's just weird to me, though, like that he goes from looking like Jude Law and then in like, what is it, 45 years afterwards, then he it doesn't make any sense. doesn't make any sense. Like this because he's already at this point, like, what, three or four hundred years old. Uh, I think Dumbledore died. I think he was like one hundred and ten. I thought he was older than that because he worked on the Sorcerer's Stone, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Let us know in the comments, all you, Potter, yeah. all you Potterheads. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's. So I think the world has plenty of depth. I do think J.K. needs to stop talking about it. Um, oh, yeah, it's she... her, but it's her universe. She can do whatever she wants. So I'll never be like, hey, I'm not going to listen to J.K. anymore. But the more times that she twists things around instead of just kind of letting it be, because we also saw that leak that happened what. Uh, I want to say about a month ago now with the guy who uh, had the cell phone in his pocket that video game or that uh, videoed his uh, yes. mall testing like watching the video yep. and that and everybody went nuts because that game so to say that it's run its course I'm going to have to say no okay. so speaking of Rowling she said in an interview that he was about 150 but the website and everything has him dated as being born in 1881 so he would have been 115 or 116 years old I'm right and she's wrong so, <laughs> boom I only remember that because because someone someone was joking saying like uh, that the Dumbledore lived to like 115 and then Voldemort yeah. like died at like 70 and he created all these horcruxes to do it so if he'd just like you know eat, eaten his vegetables and like taken care of himself he would have lived longer yeah <laughs> I thought that he had I thought that he had drank from the stone too so maybe it was just the creator of the stone that drank and had lived quite a long time I don't know but either way he got old he got old real quick so yeah either way um speaking of old uh command and conquer uh red <laughs> red alert there you go there's your second there we go remastering uh coming out uh with microtransactions because everything will come with microtransactions um sure. this does not surprise me after seeing what they did with the, the command and conquer mobile game that uh that was announced this is what people would have been happier with. You remember the outrage over oh, yeah. that mobile game? Yeah, it was almost as bad as the Diablo outrage, but it was pretty bad because everyone was... went, this Command & Conquer is so PC-centric. Dia- okay, there's been a Command & Conquer, I think, that hit console. It's terrible. It was terrible. It ran crap. Diablo hit console back in the day. If you don't Just count- like most RTSs on console. Oh, yeah. StarCraft on console sucks. That, yeah. That's not the place to play these games. Uh, Final Fantasy may be one of the only MMOs that Tactics, I've ever played. Baby. Well, no, I was going to say oh, Final yeah. Fantasy XIV, like oh, one of the only yeah. ones I've seen play on a console that 
I played and went, oh, this actually works. Because usually I, I'm like... I'm, I rated on console. You did rate on console. Like, I love World of Warcraft. I played Star Wars Galaxies. I played uh, Guild Wars. I played Final Fantasy XIV. And that was the first one that I was like, this actually works. Because the others I could not imagine being on uh, on console. Command & Conquer does not need to be there. No, if they, if they did a... Uh, they're doing a... Uh, it's not in here. It should be on here. But uh, the World of Warcraft 3... Sorry, not World of Warcraft. Uh, Warcraft 3 re, uh, Reforged that they're doing. Yeah. If they said, oh, yeah, we're also going to put that on PS4, I would, I'd be like, you're losing your minds. You've lost touch There's with reality. Totally not enough keyboard command for that. No, no, it just, it just wouldn't work. So, I, but but like you said, I would, if they had said this, I, I'm not upset uh, at this uh, because I think the game's probably Can't still going to be solid. I'm not upset it's, with it. it and by the way, it says no microtransactions. Oh, I thought it said with, okay. Good. They were they, the headline was making the joke about the mobile game. Okay. See, that's what happens when Patrick is too busy today and didn't get to read. I had a heck of a day at work, so yeah, I understand. I'm glad, I'm glad you read up on that one a little bit more. I was reading up on other things like the the gaming nominations. Which yeah, I'm I'm honestly I'm really happy about these nominees. We got uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which mm-hmm. I think is a solid choice. I think so. You played I think four out of six of these. Four out of six. I think the I, only ones I have not played is AC and Monster. So I've played five out of six, and I bet you can guess which one I didn't play. Monster. No, Celeste. I've really played Celeste. I need to uh, for Celeste's. so many reasons. Yeah. One of I honestly, I'm having a real hard like in terms of just picking out of the six on this list. I'm having a hard time not picking Celeste. Um, it is probably. And that's without having played two of them. But out of the four that I have played, mm-hmm. it's the only game where I li- literally have zero complaints about. Did you play it on Switch? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. This this game Perfect. this game like sings of Switch when I when I watch it. Um, God of War. Okay, th- this to me th- these are the there's three contenders to me. God of War, which I think is one of the most solid games to come out. And I love the God of War franchise. But this we discussed it last week during our best of the franchise. We did because this this game is so amazing. But what's also amazing is Spider-Man. Yeah, it, the gameplay, the story, um, the way that they retold Spider-Man uh, similar to actually in a better way than Gotham did. And in, in, uh, I would say, you know, what's a better analogy is the way Telltale did Batman. Is how I feel they yeah. did Spider-Man on this. They said, you know, we're going to change up some things. And I was about to say, you're about to go down a really interesting path yeah. if you're going to challenge uh, Arkham no, with Spider-Man. No. Although I, Arkham, I had more fun. I like Arkham. No, Arkham Arkham was good. But, Ar- I mean, it didn't it didn't really play with the mythos. And this changed up a, quite a few things uh, that yeah. I don't think ruined Spider-Man, ruined any characters, didn't ch- didn't ruin any um in any of the heart of spider-man and it did it in a really interesting way um and red dead you and i've been playing which chapter four finally chapter four okay see i'm, I'm still on chapter one because i've been up playing other things um <laughs> it, but it's i think red dead may get it for the sheer scope for i mean you can say some negative things about the game but the overall scope of this game is 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 amazing in regards to the npcs and the weather and just everything about it i love 
Uh, I mean, if I was going to say who I... I mean, there's the, like, who I want to win versus mm-hmm. who I think is going to win. I don't think Spider-Man stands a chance as much as uh, I love it. Okay. Um, I honestly think it'll go to God of War. Definitely. But it's not going to go to Monster just, Hunter. No, and a really great nod, by the way. I was super happy for that, even though I haven't played it and I want to. The fact that... Capcom had such a comeback year this year, and it was so fun to see. You had Mega Man, you had, uh, you, you had uh, Monster Hunter. Man, what else did they do? They did something in the middle of the year that was just also really cool. There was Mega Man Eleven. There was Monster Hunter. I feel like they made something else, didn't they? There was something. They, there was something else really cool that Capcom did this year, and I can't put my finger on it. I'll have to figure it out later. Other than I can't think of anything. Um, anything but super. Just super cool for them of what they were able to, a, a company that you really hadn't heard about in the last couple of years outside of like kind of laughing at them. Yeah, um, Marvel vs. Capcom failed. In, locking in DLC on a disc. I mean, yeah. that kind of stuff is just ridiculous. Um, um, but I think God of War will take it because li- even though I honestly, I would probably put it like fourth on my list of those four that I've played, yeah. I think what everybody else thought of it um and the fact that there people have very few complaints about god of war and i just think every time i talk about red dead they're they're the people who are looking past the mistakes but i keep not looking past them like that as much as i'm really enjoying it at the same time i'm like this is one of the jankiest games i've ever played i was just gonna say uh, i didn't like the the skinning the animals over and over and over and seeing that animation over and over and over again like i thought was repetitive it and it's something maybe i don't know if we're ever going to spoiler cast it just based on it but the rpg mechanics that they added in there are not fun like i don't need 90 items that do the same exact thing in terms of replenishing my cores like i know you said you're only in chapter one and i'm not going to spoil anything but in terms of picking things up there's a point where you have your dial, you have your rotary dial thing, and one section I have uh, cheese, crackers, canned fish, baked beans, canned fruit, cigarettes, premium cigarettes, gin, whiskey, uh, brandy. Yeah. The majority of those do the same thing. It's more in depth. There's more variety in the foods in this than there are in Fallout games. Yeah. Like. And I don't. I didn't cool I guess but it's not like you ever see him eat it it's not like there's like a little animation that he like opens up the can like there's the thing that you can see where he like pulls it out of his pocket dumps it in his throat and then throws the can away but they do marginally the same thing some of them it's like oh it's a little bit of health and a little bit of stamina I'm like okay but so does this this thing does the same thing like to me and then I think they could have streamlined that the core system also just dumb like there's your core which talks about how how quickly you replenish your meters and there's three meters there's stamina your health and something else that i don't really oh your dead eye yeah and that's fine dead eye i guess but the fact that there's a core inside that that talks about how much you replenish and then there's their actual meter but i still don't get and i'm probably 30 hours into the game i just eat the stuff and replenish it but if your system doesn't make sense and if you have too many it's those little things where i'm just like this is not this is not what makes this game enjoyable the story is enjoyable arthur morgan is very enjoyable i'll say assassin's creed does a lot of what red dead does better 
in regards I've to heard that. yeah um and now it, you know it's obviously a very different game yeah. but in regards to the 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 tedium the the of red dead assassin's creed does it better um at, at the same time it just depends like do you want to be in ancient greece or do you want to be a cowboy like they're very they're two different very different games even though they're third person uh actiony games uh and, mm-hmm. and what a time to be in where we have this variety because back in the day it was like it's a shooter it's a puzzle and <laughs> now we have so much variety it's just it's just amazing. i've heard nothing but good things about ac origins and i know that it's probably not going to win any, anything but it it made me want to pick it or not not origins odyssey but the fact uh, again i'm really happy for ubisoft and the fact that they that their flagship game that's not just dance like just dance is the thing that makes them money but assassin's creed honestly it's been the butt of some jokes in the last couple years and then origins was like oh wait maybe we've been maybe we've been a little bit wrong about it. Ubisoft or Ubisoft finally listened to their fans and then Odyssey comes out and apparently it's that much better than Origins. They well one thing I appreciate with them was they said hey we realized we're pushing these things out like like way too quick there's not there's a, obviously a ridiculous amount of bugs but um, but the quality wasn't there it wasn't uh, as uh, it wasn't up to the level of an Assassin's Creed Black Flag or Assassin's Creed 2 uh, and they said, hey, we're going to slow down. We're not going to do it every year. They did uh, Odyssey. I said it Origins and Odyssey, which people said was a reskin, but it's not. And then um, my guess is they'll skip this next year unless they have something big to big to come out with. They're purposely saying, hey, we need to we want to pace ourselves, which I think is good artistically. Uh, and it's also good because it they got oversaturated. I mean, there were years where there were two Assassin's Creed games coming out in the same year. They had Assassin's Creed Unity and Assassin's Creed Rogue, because Rogue came out only on the 360. It's like, what the heck? This goes back to what we were talking about last week, where I got a little heated about previous, about other franchise, like long-running franchises, not giving care to their brand. Yeah. You have these, you have fans out there that are huge fans of Assassin's Creed, and they were spe- they were like, we we keep buying your game, but when's it gonna be like great? Like when's it gonna be AC two? When's it gonna be AC four? Which sucks because we we like to say you know you vote with your wallet, right? Uh, yeah. But at the same time, like um, with Diablo, like uh, yeah, the game like Di- the new Diablo game that comes out, if it's pay, if you have to pay to buy to start playing it on mobile, I'm not touching it. If it's free, I'll give it a shot. But there are people out there who will pay just to just to try it out. Just because. And uh, I, there's a friend of mine who's uh, he's he the only games he owns pretty much on his PC and in general, he he plays Madden on his console and then otherwise he buys Blizzard games. Yeah. Like I told him about uh, Warcraft Three Reforged. He's like, dude, I already pre-ordered it ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I'll be honest, I'm gonna play Warcraft Three Reforged. I love Warcraft Three. Absolutely. Um, but personally, I, I mean, I would also love to see a remaster of Warcraft Two, of, of Diablo Two. Uh, those games are just amazing. Uh, but like, I think you and I were talking about this uh, last week. Diablo Two already st- still holds up so well that I don't really have to do that. Um, no, and apparently there's but, a thing that I'm going to try out. I may stream this, but there's a ver- there's a thing called I think it's called Diablo of Exile. So it's like mm-hmm. like it's a Diablo um, patch update, whatever. I don't know if it's uh, a new version of the game, but they're like it's Diablo two, but even better. So I got to try <laughs> that. Yeah. So I just I give respect to Ubisoft for one making a game so good to to get noticed like this, but also 
for recognizing that they need to care about a brand that has taken them this far that their fans very much appreciate. Agreed. So shout out to them, but I think God of War is still going to win just because I don't think very many people had very many complaints about God of War. No, God, God of War is going to win. Um, I think you're right. After having the discussion about it, I think, I think you're you're probably right on that. Um, but let us know. That said, comments. Celeste, yeah. probably my game of the year. So I got to play Celeste. Let us know in the comments uh, which game you think is going to win game of the year, and uh, let us know if there's any news that we missed out on. have a main topic here but i want to segue slightly because xbox has acquired obsidian and an exile which i predicted about uh i think it was a it was earlier this year it was may have been a year ago i think it was late i think it was early this year or late last year i said xbox by the end of the cycle xbox will have come around and they won't be the best first party but they're going to have to come around in order to stay relevant. And then the next console, they're going to be basically doubling down on their on their um, devs. We saw it happen with E3 when they announced all of the devs that they were buying out, and now they're acquiring Obsidian. I mean, mm-hmm. this is this is immense. And uh, come, well, I'm sorry, go ahead. What would be totally cool, just as an Obsidian thing, would be if... Uh... If they, if they gave it, since Obsidian, by the way, if you weren't aware, made Kotar, uh, or is it Kotar 2? Uh, I'm pretty well, sure it was though. 2. Bioware, I think, did the first. Yeah, so Kotar 2, which uh, a lot of people think is the better one. It's probably a toss-up. They're both great games. But what if they gave Obsidian Fable? You're yeah, right, Kotar so 2 I, was Obsidian. I, Fable, I would love to see what Obsidian would do with Fable. Because Fable, Fable is like the little engine that could. Well, no, that's a bad analogy. Yeah. That's a bad analogy. It's like, it's almost, I, I can't find the analogy right now, but it's like, it's almost there. Like every yeah. iteration of Fable is like, oh, you're almost what you wanted to be. And yeah, we have the Molyneux thing where he announces like, oh, the game's going to have all these things and it doesn't. But it, even without that, if you're playing Fable 2, you're like, Hmm, this is lacking a little bit. You play Fable 3 and you're like, hmm, I wish it had these other things from Fable 2. But it's a really good franchise. So for those of us playing at home, Xbox now owns 343 Industries, Compulsion Games, In Exile Entertainment, Lyft London, Mojang, Microsoft Casual Games, Ninja Theory, Obsidian Entertainment, Playground Games, Rare, The Coalition, The Initiative, Turn 10 Studios, Undead Labs, and last but certainly not least, Microsoft Studios Global Publishing. So coupling that and knowing what Microsoft is positioning themselves to do and to be, we have PlayStation and Sony announcing that they will not be at E3. When this news dropped, I was so happy that I was going to be on the show today (laughs) because this is probably the biggest thing that's going to happen this year in terms of like a studio thing. Honestly, PlayStation skipping E3 next year is bigger than Microsoft buying Obsidian. And they didn't have PSX. 
No, they they've skipped that. They've been going to E3, PlayStation has, for over 20 years. Yeah. Over 20 years that they've been going to E3, and they said, uh, in quote, as the industry evolves, Sony Interactive Entertainment continues to look for inventive opportunities to engage with the community. It means PlayStation fans mean the world to us, and we always want to innovate, think differently, and experiment with new ways to delight gamers. As a result, we've decided not to participate in E3 in 2019. What the F does that mean? I think they're trying to go the way of Nintendo, which is... And we kind of saw that with the last E3, where they're like, we're going to do our own thing, and we're going to make this an experience. And it was almost like a like a wine-tasting... It was weird. It was a, it was a weird it was an experience for anyone in the audience. It was terrible. It was terrible for us. Like they they did the thing where they what they showed with Last of Us. Obviously, that's what we all want to see. It's Last of Us Part Two, but then they stopped the show, told everybody to leave, and then we cut to a panel for like ten minutes as yeah. everybody moved into a different location. That was that was the problem. What I meant what I what I mean was like it was it would have been experience. They were viewing it as the experience of the audience sitting there. If you yep. went to, it was almost like a like a like a multimedia art show, where they're mm-hmm. like, we're going to show this, and then you're going to have you're going to hear this uh, hear this fl- uh, flautist uh, playing this uh, you know Asian sound uh, Asian I don't I don't know what kind of flute it was, so I'm not going to pretend to know. Yeah. And then you hear see some samurai, and then we're going to bring you here, and I'm like, that was very immersive for everyone in the audience, for everyone watching at home. We were bored, and we had lo- we had ten minute periods of people trying to kill kill uh, dead dead air essentially yeah and i appreciate the music stuff like no what they did last year whenever they did uh the god of war thing that beginning was awesome where they had the uh uh what do you call orchestra that was doing the god of war theme and then they showed off god of war for the first time yeah. at 2017 e3 it was beautiful it was fantastic it was so beautiful. this is nuts to me i'm still like i don't understand what is going to happen are they you made a good point are they going to do nintendo directs where they realized hey we can spend probably half even less as much and just stream it to twitch youtube and facebook and every streaming twitter for way cheaper not show up there and you'll still eat it up and honestly i mean as much as i want to go to like e3 and these different types of presentations at the same time the majority by a long shot the majority of people who experience these things experience them via the internet we experience them at the same time as people who went to it see it live as opposed to you know hearing about it you know when the reporters reported later on with with the internet we have live streaming and if you're not live streaming it it's like something's wrong with you and something's wrong with your company if you're not live streaming yeah, announcement you like can this. go you can go to my facebook for the last like 3 e3s and you will see my uh, live blogging where I put every single game that every single company announces during the big thing because I dig it that much and now Sony's not going to be there and then of course Microsoft or Xbox throws their little tweet shade out there I don't know if you saw this uh, right after that news dropped about half hour later Xbox tweets we look forward to seeing all of our fans at E3 that was brilliant that was freaking brilliant but I it kills me that Sony won't be there because of that community, because what we see is the presentation. But what people who go to E3 experience, again, we're talking about like the experience, the PlayStation, you know, like 
uh, you go to E3 and you see this, you see the presentation, and then you go out to the E3 show floor and you actually play these games or you see yeah. gameplay of these games, and that's part of the experience we don't we don't get to see here remotely. So if they don't show up, does that mean they're not going to even be there? Like not even a, not even a because Nintendo would not do a showcase, but they'll have like a booth. So. Uh, and then honestly, even with Nintendo doing their booths, I think la I think this E three literally you could play Smash. Yeah. You might I can I could be wrong. No. I could be absolutely wrong about that. Feel free to correct me in the comments. But I'm pretty sure I heard if you went to E three and played Nintendo, the only Nintendo game you were playing was Smash. You, you may be right. I mean, I know. I know that they dialed it back, but I will say, like, I think that a year or the year Breath of the Wild came out, like before it came out, that was all that was being played there was Breath of the Wild. So at the same time, it's like you could talk about variety, but at the same time, um, you talk about variety, but Nintendo, they always have like they have many games that are coming out, but they have one big game that's coming out. Smash is their big game coming out right now. And, yeah. and then six months from now, there will be another title that they're going to get. They're going to get behind. Uh, uh, Nintendo's almost well. They they seem to almost do them quarterly at one point. Now they're slowing down. Um, I know they were trying to double down, and I'm not, not trying to be hypocritical here because I literally uh -huh. said they need third party party support. Now they have all these third party games on there, which I think yeah. are being. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here with three, two of them sitting here with Diablo and uh, Dark Souls. Um, they're overpriced. I'll say that sure. they're overpriced, but at the same time, I'm glad they're get they're there. I you can get Celeste for fourteen ninety nine on Switch. Okay, see, at that price, I think I'm gonna have to get it. Um, I've heard it's really good. I want everybody to play this game, by the yeah. way. Sorry. No, no, that's no, okay. Like that's that's there are these games that people aren't playing, and I'm glad when I saw Celeste nominated on it, I thought that was that was amazing to to nominate a game uh, that. A lot of people would discredit. A lot of, uh, I'd say, younger, more modern gamers may not play based on the graphics or based on the, the type of gameplay because a lot of ga uh, gamers yep. nowadays don't want 2D act 2D platformers. My nephew will not play 2D stuff. He gets bored. Yeah. So. There's an interesting thing that comes from this where, so, one, Sony didn't have PSX. Now they're going to ditch E3. Honestly, if Microsoft doesn't strike hard at E3, I'm not going to say shame on them or anything because it's their company and everything, but XO18, even though traditionally is not a big thing, they're, it's a it's a fan event. Um, I don't know if you watched any of the XO18 streams. Um, did you happen to catch any no, of it? I didn't. Okay. So check it out sometime just to so you know exactly what i'm talking about so it was basically a game pass thing like yes they announced the the, the obsidian the in the uh in exile and that was like a two second thing they didn't really focus on that it was hey look at game pass here's all the games but every single thing that they said everybody was cheering like they just announced last of us part three on xbox it was the weirdest reactions to like the lowest uh announcements i've ever seen um, Do you think it was like like rigged, kind of like the WWE? Like they pipe in crowd noise. Like if you're if you're sitting there in the crowd, they pipe in crowd noise to get people now, to cheer more. Now I kind of want you to watch it and tell me if that's what you think. I'm, uh, I'm, I might have to do that because WWE started doing that. Um, I don't know if it was like seven or eight years ago. So yeah. if, like because they they're trying to hype up the crowd or you sure. pipe in booze. 
um, to get you to boo people. Because if you start hearing people boo, then you start booing. Yeah, it's a it's a crowd reaction. It is. It is. I gotta, I gotta uh, check that out. So they had an opportunity there where it's like, hey, Sony didn't do PSX. We can turn this into the PSX of Xbox. They didn't do it. It was honestly a snore fest. Uh, like, it was cool. Game Pass is a great feature and everything. They announced the thing where it's like, for if you're if you don't have Game Pass currently, you can sign up for your first month for one dollar. Yeah. That's the, that's awesome. But show me games, and I know that they just bought all these studios, and you can't you can't expect those studios to have anything worth showing, but if they don't have anything to show at E3 and it's another thing where it's like, here's a whole bunch of game pass crap, then you are, you deserve to get stomped by PS5. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I think that they want to be part of the, um, uh, everyone's moving towards being a service instead of just being a game. So you have games as a service, like, um, you know, like the new fallout and others that are trying to, trying to um, not just be games anymore. So subscription-based models are definitely that, where you can say, how can I keep making money uh, that may be more than the person would actually pay? And maybe on the back end, it, you're basically, it's, it's just different ways of skinning a cat, essentially. Um, I think that Game Pass is good for certain people, but I think for other, for other dem for certain demographics, like if you have a budget, like mm -hmm. that game pass is great it's like what is, it's yeah. uh 19.99 right it's stupid cheap whatever yeah. it is so, i think it's i think it's under 20 bucks yeah if it's, uh, if it's so i'm thinking I, I can't remember if it's ten dollars or whatever it is but like um it's cheap uh you're stream you stream your game and but you don't get to keep it so that's the only reason for me where i'm like i don't know how to feel about that i know you, you can join for one dollar mm -hmm. uh for your first month and after the first month continues at just Nine ninety nine. Yeah, it's nine. See, so, I, don't know, I was that's thinking so cheap. It's crazy cheap for uh, every month for ten dollars. You can stream. You can play any of these games, and a lot of them. I think uh, a lot of them. As soon as the game comes out, they're available on Game Game Pass. Every single Xbox slash play uh, slash PC exclusive. That's freaking stupid. Like, uh, at least first party. Anyways, yeah. I don't know about. I mean. Uh, and if they if they are doubling down on having their studios and having these games and they're coming out regularly, I'm buying game. I'm signing up on Game Pass. I mean, yeah, right now I'm not doing it because I'm like, well, if I if I view it as a rental, right, yeah. viewing it as can I try these new games out? And if there's a game that comes out every month or so, then I'm then it's totally worth it. I'm essentially paying to rent a game for an extended period of time and rent multiple games all at once. I think it's a great model. Right now, I didn't think I, I don't don't think they have enough. Uh, they have a, a lot of older games and they have some newer games. And that's yeah. where to me, I'm like, uh, don't think it's worth it. But if they start pumping out ex uh, exclusives and pumping out really good content with all these studios, it's going to be amazing. So Xbox. That was where XO18 was really cool. Is that they announced a lot of stuff for Game Pass. And again, cool. Again, just watch the crowd reaction. It's yeah. hilarious. Where I'm just like, this isn't exciting. They better come out at E3 and say, suck it, Sony. Look at all of our games. Because if not, sometime during 2019, Sony is going to do a PlayStation 5 announcement. I'm saying that PlayStation 5 comes out like early 2020 no i think you're i think you're i think you're right i think they'll announce it i don't think it'll become out coming out 2019 i think you're probably right on that i think that both parties will be announcing 
their new console next by the end of next year. But I think Sony Sony may beat them to it and be better at it in regards to branding. If Xbox shows if Xbox is weak at E3 and we have another uh, like EA's uh, press conference this last year where everyone watched it and went like what was the point? Uh, if E3 uh, Xbox doesn't bring it and Sony then says, "Oh, by the way, uh, PS5, here's a little here's a little teaser of some game game st- uh, stuff that we're doing on it." Everyone will just laugh at Xbox. The other thing that'll be really funny is if they do something during E3 week. I don't. I, I wonder if that's think, what they're saying by saying would. like we're figuring out new and innovative ways. I'm wondering because they they said that as far as the PS4 life cycle goes, Last of Us Part Two is a PS4 game. They have said that Days Gone is a PS4 game. They have said that Dreams is a PS4 game. They have said that uh, Kojima's game, uh, I still don't believe them on that one, but they've said that that's a PS4 game. Those are all Sony first-party studios and some of the biggest ones that say that they're going to come out on PlayStation 4. When are you going to show it to us? I really wonder. I know that they're all going to be swan songs, but and that's crazy to think about, that all those games are still not going to come out, but this is insane yeah this is crazy to me and and it's also a little bit of a bummer just because of how much i like e3 i love i love that weekend of going all right i'm gonna watch sony today i'm gonna watch microsoft the next day i'm gonna watch ea in the morning i'm gonna watch ubisoft in the afternoon my super bowl like you know i'm not into sports but e3 is my freaking super bowl like it i will i will take time i i tell whitney that week i'm like okay i'm not doing anything I'm doing anything Saturday night all the way up until Thursday like because that because all the announcements and stuff are going to happen then sorry like that basically my week is gone but yeah it's so good there's so much good stuff so I think Sony will do something they may not they be do, present, do something. <laughs> what do they call it because what Nintendo's called Nintendo Direct and then they have the Nintendo Treehouse what Sony is going to be <laughs> the so, uh, like Sony Oasis the Sony the Sony Play Dash Station <laughs> I don't know I don't what know. do they do Playhouse? on Switch the Playhouse <laughs> what's uh what was that what's their uh share what's that share thing called the studio that's on PlayStation 4 with Astrobot. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name. Uh, uh, Share Factory. Oh, okay. So, what? Share Station? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Something like that. Um, <laughs> Let us know in the comments what you think they're going to call it. And do you think they're gonna, that Sony's actually going to show up virtually through the internet during E3 to, uh, to pull the pants down on Xbox, metaphorically speaking? I like that little hand gesture. That's your, you, Patrick pulls the pants down real slow. Oh, yeah. you watch it. You got slow burn. You you gotta you gotta really humiliate them. I you can tell I've had that happen to me. And when you have that happen to you, <laughs> it seems like it's slow motion. <laughs> Let us know in the comments what you think and uh, what you think. Uh, do you think Xbox is going to be the uh, contender that we think it's going to be next year? Do you think it's going to be Xbox's year next year? I think that. It's gonna be. It's gonna be uh, Xbox year. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be interesting. It's gonna be either way. It's gonna be interesting. We'll see you later. Bye. Thanks for watching this week in our collective heads. Uh, subscribe over here and click the bell. And that way you'll know about any new videos that we put up because we put up a lot of uh, gameplay, a lot of stories from games and stuff like that. And gameplay is down here. Yeah, and you got more editorials and new stuff down here. Check it out.